What's up, beloveds? Let's get into tonight's Bible study. Are you ready? Let's go. (laughs) Before we slay, we must pray. Let's get into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for going before us tonight and sending your Holy Spirit to permeate our hearts that we would be receptive to the divine revelation that you are implementing within our spirits. We choose to be disciples. We choose to be receptive. We choose to be doers of your word and not just hearers. Lord, I reduce myself right now and I ask that you would guide my tongue, that each and every person would take a message that would resonate and benefit them as they move forward in their walk with you. Thank you for the gospel that gives us discernment. Thank you for your patience as we are being refined in the likeness of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us, for calling us your beloveds. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, beloveds, let's get into it. So, Tonight, I'm going to be in the NIV version. Super quick word tonight. It's going to be Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Once again, that's Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Super short and simple. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Man, help me, Lord. Because even though that was short and simple, there's so much that we could really unpack in that one sentence. Let's say it again. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. If God had a conversation with you today, And he were to ask you, hey, I've given you authority over what you allow into your heart, into your spirit, into your ear gates, your eye gates. How would you rate yourself in guarding your heart? I want to know, what would your response be? From one to 10, would you say that you guarded your heart on level 10? Like, yo, I made sure I was about my father's business. I wasn't listening to things that disturbed my spirit. I wasn't hanging out and associating with those that would anchor my soul. I wasn't listening or watching things that would provoke me to lust. I never idolized anything. Listen, Would you be that person? (laughs) Would you give yourself a 10? Or would you be like, well, you know what, Lord, since you know everything anyways, let me just keep it real with you and tell you, I have some work to do. (laughs) Give yourself a five, boo. (laughs) Real quick, you guys. So in guarding our hearts, how we do that is making sure that we are the first line of defense pertaining to what we see, 
what we listen to and what we do. And you better freaking believe the who matters as well. Because we can't guard our hearts efficiently if we are associating with people who disturb our peace, who are negative influences, who are toxic, who are a people that don't believe in the faith. Yeah, I'm keeping it real. I'm going all the way there because these people influence our hearts. Just like the music you listen to regularly, that's influencing you too. For example, when I was younger, man, I used to love a bunch of rock, right? And I'm talking about rock that would disturb your peace, like. (laughs) angry rock, you know, like rock that had an abrasive energy to it because I was angry. I felt bitter and that empowered me. You know, misery loves company and that company, it doesn't necessarily need to be physical. It can be intangible. It can be the people you listen to, the bands, the rock groups, It could be what you watch regularly on television, right? Whatever you see is a meditation. If it's regular, it's turning into a spiritual practice. If you listen, watch, or do something all the time, it will have an influence over your heart's posture. Ask yourself, How does the music I listen to affect my heart? Ask yourself, how does the things I watch on television, aka the ignorant box, (laughs) how do those television shows affect my heart? Do they inspire me? Do they make me idolize and envy? Do they make me lazy? How do the things you behold influence your heart? What about the things that you do? You see, if you go out all the time to happy hour, Believe it or not, that environment, that bar, those people, they are influencing your heart. When I would hang out with people that only wanted to drink and get high, guess what I would do? Drink and get high. (laughs) And guess where that takes you to? It takes you to a vulnerable place. Because then your inhibitions are lowered and you're receptive to almost any and everything. You're like, sure, that sounds good. You wouldn't have done that, listened to that, or watched that if you weren't drunk, if you weren't high. But because you were under the influence, you allowed certain things to sneak into your heart space. 
Now, those things over time can transform you. It's so critical that you guard your heart because what you digest into the inner man will affect how you operate, how you perceive things. For example, if all you do is watch soap operas, Tyler Perry movies, love them, but I'm just, hey, I'm keeping it real. It's drama. (laughs) If all you do is watch things that give you a sense of drama and excitement, guess what that does to your heart? It makes you eager for the same type of frequency. So you get bored with normalcy. You get bored with stability. You get bored with security because your heart has adapted to drama, to toxicity, to things that anchor and cause anxiety within the soul. How can you, being the first line of defense to your heart, how can you alter the things that you're meditating on so your heart becomes transformative towards that which is conducive to you living your best life. People say you are what you eat. Trust me, honey, it's true. But you are also what you see, what you hear, what you do. So if you're one of those people where you're in this space in your life that you don't feel motivated, ask yourself, yo, what am I listening to? What am I doing? What am I introducing my spirit to that makes me feel stagnant? How am I guarding my heart? How am I guarding my inclinations? What I'm inclined to actually do to become? What am I seeing regularly? Because it's making me feel like this. So if it says in the word, That above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Would you say that your heart is majority inspired, fulfilled, elevated? Or would you say that your heart is disturbed, anxious, detached, apathetic? When we really sit down and are transparent with ourselves, we can see the people, the things, the music, the shows, the social media. We can see all these different moving parts in our life and how they're influencing us. The totality of these things 
needs to put us in a state of inspiration, of compassion, of love, of abundance. But if what we digest are unpraiseworthy things, things that God despises, things that are not in alignment with who God has made you to be, if you are associating yourself with people and things and habits that go against the grain of being an advocate of hope, of charity, of love, of truth, then guess what? It is you that's making your heart sick. And it is you that has to start taking accountability and fixing it. So we are never going to be a perfect people. However, God doesn't ask us to be perfect. He just wants us to be receptive to better. So if he has given us free will, do what you want to do, live how you want to live, right? If he has given us this authority over our life, then we should be intentional about putting the very best things within our hearts, within our minds. We should be intentional about meditating on things that are praiseworthy, Because when you really realize who you are, my darling beloved, you are God's star. When you really value your worth and cherish your life, you will be picky about what you allow to affect your ears, your eyes, your mind you will be extremely particular regarding what you allow to stimulate your heart space. You see, I don't want anything that lowers my vibration. I don't want anything that makes me to lose hope and faith in God. I don't want anything that turns me away from faith and provokes a state of fear. I don't want anything that makes me an angry person instead of one who is overjoyed because God said today is a present. The present is a present. So if today is a present, then give yourself the very best. Because when you feed your heart high caliber, honey, you will be a person that embodies that vibration, that frequency. Jesus died so we would have life and have it abundantly. So choose things that would fill your heart to the magnitude of 
reaching a newfound sense of joy, of peace, of inspiration, of motivation, of hope, of love. Feed your heart things that were to expand your horizon. Enlarge your territory, things that would allow you to function as your highest self. Because if everything your heart digest will influence your output, then you need high caliber. Then you need godly things. Then you need the Father's statutes. When we meditate on greatness, we become great conduits of possibility, not depravity, not iniquity, of hope, of love, of prolificness. You are an ambassador of God's harvest. So with that said, don't fixate on anything that depreciates your heart's state. Ingest only the best, and I will talk to you soon. Be blessed, not stressed. So if you guys know anyone who could benefit from our supplication, motivation, my sporadic conversation, definitely share the podcast. We are growing in over 25 countries. Thanks for tuning in. I will talk to you again. May God bless you. Always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth, I am your girl, Bell Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Bellievers. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.